Quiet on set. Re recording Atmos. Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> and action. Cheers. Cheers. It's been a long time. How do we do this? Uh, hi, and welcome to the McGappin Fries movie podcast. I'm Gavin. I mean. And yeah, you're right. It has been a, straight back into it. <laughs> it has been a very, very, very long time. But before we begin, we should tell you that we're brought to you by Green Room One Three Six. Well, before we get to that, we should say today we are reviewing One Two Jagger. That's just say One Three Jagger. One Two Jagger. One Two Jagger. One Two Jagger. Yeah. And we are brought to you by Green Room One Three Six, Malaysia's independent bag company specializing in the design and manufacturing of various urban carry gear. Uh, they approach every design utilizing the best available material to ensure their products are of high quality and will last a lifetime of use, carefully marrying form and function to crafting meaningful products that will assimilate to your daily livelihood. And unlike those other podcasters, we actually use this product. Yes, we do. We yeah. do. And I, I, every day. I use mine every day. And it's still holding up compared to all the other bags I've had. All the bags I've loved before have fallen apart. They're this good fucking hasn't. bags. Good fucking bags. Yeah. yeah they should put that they on should, the website. They should, should put that on the website. <laughs> <laughs> are you listening? Yeah. Like, so if you do want to have a look, uh, go to our website and you will have I'll find a link there that, you know, it'll it'll kick back a little something to us, a little something, something if you buy something and, you know, help out the podcast, you know, it'll help us to pay for going to movies or new microphones or, you know, get Gavin a new pair of shoes. Yep. That he needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, you know, I'm one of those guys that uh, I'll, I'll wear the shoes until they fall apart. <laughs> I have done that. I have to get a new pair. I know I need to get a new pair of shoes because it rained the other day and I didn't realize there's a hole in my soul. There's a, there is a hole in There's your a soul. hole in my soul. There's a huge, gaping fucking <laughs> void. <laughs> if only there was some golden liquid I could fill it with. <sighs> Drinking in the afternoon. <sighs> Goes down easy. Ah, burn's going down. Burn's going down. So yeah, this Netflix, is... where's my fucking Howard the Duck series? Okay, <laughs> yeah. there you go. Stop doing Iron Fist. <laughs> Please, stop doing Iron Fist. <laughs> Get rid of Iron Fist. <coughs> give us some Howard the Duck. Get just, rid of Iron Fist. Just give us the Colleen Wing show. Just give us uh, some original Steve Gerber inspired Howard the Duck and we'll be fine. Make the Modoc series. <laughs> to all the Modocs I've loved before. Buy Plastic Man from Marvel and do Plastic Man. They don't need to buy him. They've got access, right? Well, you know, I mean, if, if Netflix is going gonna, is gonna to do it. Mm. Netflix and Marvel. They've oh. Marvel properties. No, I'm like, okay, okay, WB. Oh, DC. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 DC. Okay, WB, do Plastic Man. You've got a channel now. You put, you've got Fuck Batman, and the, you're doing the Doom Patrol, for fuck's sake. You're doing the Doom Patrol. <laughs> and Swamp Thing. That's Amazon, right? I don't know. I think so. I, think Swamp I Thing saw something about them. So we'll just talk. We're going to riff here. Um, yeah, we'll get, to the, we'll get to the review in I did a minute. say something that they wanted to be a horror show, so I don't know if it's going to be a horror anthology show or what, but um, I'm um, intrigued. Anthology? Anthology show. Are you like Donald Trump? This is my like third, third day. Thursday. It's going to be the greatest. It's going to be the greatest show ever. So it's Malaysia Day when we're recording this. God knows if it's still Malaysia. It probably won't be Malaysia Day when you hear this. But celebrate. We're going to take a look at Namron's 1-2 Jagger. Mm-hmm. So this is a movie, uh, it's not based on anything, right? It's not a book or anything? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No, yeah. I don't think so, no. And it's interesting because obviously this was shot before Malaysia Baru, right? Yes. yes. And concepted and everything. So one of the interesting things about this movie, crime movie in Malaysia, is that it has cops in it and actually Book and a Man reviewed it and approved it and worked with them, right? Uh, yeah, although um, there's been some developments there. I mean, there is a little bit of a, they have had trouble with the police. I, oh, was it? Yeah. The, what they did was that um, I... <laughs> they showed them the script. I, 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 I don't know how much of this I can talk about. Oh, really? 
No, when no, you no, mentioned no. it, I think I have seen something. No, but some, there is a, there is a boycott. There is a boycott going on. Some uh, politician mentioned it, right? Or some was some of the, was it the old IGP or someone mentioned something? Uh, no one you know. Yeah. Said something about like, well, we actually didn't, but yeah. it wouldn't have gotten on the screens if they actually hadn't. So I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the, the the problem with a lot of uh, local cinema about about uh, that revolves around the police is that you can't show police corruption. Yeah. Uh, that's like a rule in Malaysian film. You cannot have police officers on screen being corrupt. And while I kind of understand the mentality behind it, it makes it very difficult to come up with compelling characters when no one is allowed to be corruptible. Yeah. And with this movie, this movie is getting a lot of um, publicity because they say that it deals with police corruption and it's about police corruption. Uh, that's... That's true to an extent, but they, they are fair. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, not, it's not this kind of uh, movie where, where they're trying to say, like, all the cops are corrupt. It's no. not like that at all, no. you know? It's like there are, I, there's, there's good and bad on both sides. There you, got ideal, you have uh, police officers who are idealistic. you got uh, police officers who got to pay for their family trip away. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, and it deals with the... Um, and they don't have an affiliate link with Green, Green 126. No, they don't. <laughs> and 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 on the other aspect of that, it deals with you know a couple of uh, like uh, you know our Idil's characters. Uh, were they like drug mules or money mules or something? I don't know. Like that, that. that plot line was weird. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. I think. And also with the uh, the Indonesian workers, the illegal Indonesian workers that are coming in. So there's that aspect to it. But basically, what the movie is is that you are dealing with a series of characters who are just trying to survive. Yeah. There is no one who's particularly good or bad. Even even the uh, the the. Even like um, the cop, you know, even, yeah, yeah. Even, uh, even the cop, Hussein, who, Hussein. yeah, Hussein, even the cop who is um, Sahari Adam, yeah, think. you know, even even the one who's corrupt. It to, to to just sort of label him as a corrupt cop is not fair. No, you know, I mean, he's he's he look like a corrupt cop. He's though. trying to do his best. He's trying to do his best. He's trying to support his family, and he's just gotten sort of sucked into this system, this way of, of uh, this way of doing things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we should say a little bit what it's about, mostly. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. starts with Ario Bayou, who plays Sugiman, who's a construction worker who's here legally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And his sister? Uh, yes, his sister. His sister works as a maid for somebody, but they're asking her to do all sorts of shit, crazy, shady shit. She doesn't want to do it. Yeah, basically, like she's like saying, you know, I'm just supposed to clean the house and take care of the kid, but, you know, they're asking me to do all kinds of shit that is not in my job, you know, it's not in my job description. And because and of the way... they basically laugh her off, saying, like, sorry, but this is this is a common tale. Like, yeah. you know, it this happens is, to everyone. This happens repeatedly when, you know, the Philippines or Indonesia occasionally bans sending maids to Malaysia because Malaysians, like, they take their passports so they can't leave. Mm -hmm. And all this nasty shit happens like this is literally ripped from the headlines yeah, yeah. and because they have her passport there's no way getting it back that's not, that's not even addressed as an idea there's not even a concept of you can go get it or strong arm the people into giving us the passport back yeah she has to go to back channels and figure out she can get home somehow and it's like get a get a fishing boat or something like that get on a boat to get home mm -hmm. it's not like you yeah, know, yeah, can't, yeah you can't just fly home yeah and through that story different characters roll in there's like the construction worker boss who's also like He's great. We'll get to him in a bit as well. Asman Hassan, right? Yeah, yeah. Asman Hassan. Paksari. I want to get a klaxon for whenever he turns up in movies now. Because he turns up in a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's a fucking legend. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's so many awesome... The acting in this movie is yeah. very, very good. So it brings him into the, his kid as well as hanging out with Adi, who is played by uh, Amiral Effendi, who's kind of like the son of the, the fixer guy, who's kind of... A little bit woo, a little bit way, a little bit dodge. Yeah, yeah. And then you have But at this, the same time, he's got his principles. Yeah. He's, you know, it's like... 
And he's got a real fucking cool truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stripe on that truck, I don't know why that isn't the poster. You know, maybe it was the ice cream van was the choker for the poster for, uh, or the, the, the VW Combi for... To buy Daylight? Like yeah. Yeah, it was, like, it was. I I want, no, they, they had a few different posters. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted a poster of this, of just that truck, like an Ali Moss style poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's got a, a Starsky and Hutch stripe it's, on it. It's so cool. It's so fucking retro. Yeah. And the, uh, and, and, and the scenes between him and the kid are just awesome. Yeah. So they come into the story, and then there's these two cops, Hussein and Hassan, who are basically ones, they're, they're new partners together, and, you know, just most of their job is just driving around looking for immigrants. Yeah. And then they come into the orbit of some other cops, and it is all just like, it reminded me a little bit of Infernal Affairs in that everyone in this movie is doomed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I still yeah. haven't seen The Departed, but like at the end of the first Infernal Affairs, I'm not sure how the second and third one went on, but the end of the first one was like, they're all fucked. Yeah. Like yeah. the undercover cop is fucked. The guy who's undercover, he, the guy who's a criminal undercover as a cop is getting more fucked and getting plaudits for being like a corrupt cop yeah. from the cops. And it's like, nobody wins. They're trapped in hell. Yeah. Welcome to hell. Welcome to Malaysia. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Malaysia Day. <laughs> That's actually a very good way of putting it. I mean, the movie just has this this sense of uh, dread that just follows it throughout the entire thing. And you know that it's not going to end well for anyone. Yeah. Uh, and that and that really sort of adds to the tension, the fact that all of the characters are so well played and so nicely defined. Mm. And that y even though you know like no one's particularly good or particularly bad, you really do give a shit about... You genuinely want to know what's going to happen to them and you genuinely care. Mm. And, but at the same time, you know it's not going to end well for anyone. No. Uh, and you... And that makes for a very tense movie-going experience. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, a fun ride at the cinema, but it is a worthy ride at the cinema. I had a great time with it. I actually found a lot of it to be quite funny, but very darkly funny. Mm. And I think that that also uh, helps being um, somewhat familiar with Malay. Mm -hmm. uh, because the, the subtitles uh, are, are fine, but the subtitles don't necessarily capture some of the uh, more hum humorous nuances. Ah. Like when... Uh, when, when the cop is like fucking up his son in the back seat. Yeah. Like some of the shit that he was saying, I was laughing my ass off the, end, <laughs> the entire bit. Like, like towards the end, he's like, you know, it's like, there's no subtitles on you, Gavin. I don't know what like, Basically, I mean, that's, he says something along those lines, and basically the subtitles kind of said something along the lines of like, how can you disrespect me like that? Or, yeah. or just, you know, like, you know, you know, just you wait, or something like that. But it was very clear. What do you actually you, mean? But, but basically, what, you get home? basically what he's saying is like, what, you know, what, when we get home, I'm going to fucking sort you out. <laughs> and I started laughing because like my dad used to say that shit to me. <laughs> my dad used to say that shit to me when I got in trouble in school. Like, and he was driving, when, I, when he was driving me home and shouting at me, you know, and uh, like, you know, one time he, he accidentally, he forgot where he put his porns. Ah, he forgot where his he porns. His porns. <laughs> he, he forgot where he put his porno, right? His fucking VHS porno. Now, he thought that I was watching them. He was right. <laughs> but you always put them back in the I same spot. I always put them back. I'm not, a, I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm not a fucking idiot. I, I, watch, I, watch, the, I watch it for as however long I need to watch it for. I rewind it back to the spot that it was. <laughs> and I put it back exactly as I found it. Nice. You know, and, and you know, there was skill involved in this. Because it's not to say it's all on a shelf and they're all lined up properly. They were in this fucking drawer. They were all sort of chucked in there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you take the first one on top. So that's the easiest one to exactly. sort of like put back. And he had forgotten. He had watched porn and put it somewhere else. He forgot. And he's like shouting and everything. <laughs> and it's like... And then like, I'm, I'm upstairs. He's downstairs like, get it! Get it! You know, like, have you... 
have you seen any of the bloody videotapes in the, in the, in the cabinet? And I'm like, uh, no, no, no. And then I remember... And then I my remember, father, no, it was not me. Yeah, and I, and I remember that he, uh, he like, uh, said to my mom, he's like, Eileen, can you sort him up? And then, but, then he, but then he added under his... But then he added under his... He, he added under his breath after that, he's like, Eileen, can you sort him up? Before I sort him up. <laughs> and so, like, when... Watching one two Jago when he's like, I can see I can't come on, I'm gonna sort you out, man. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking Malaysian upbringing for you. There's also the, that kid's gonna get his ass kicked. <laughs> Wait, that's Sugiman's kid or that's the cop's kid? Uh, the cop. The cop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I saw. Because he he'd been um he got into a fight in school. Yeah. And he was suspended. Because they were because his dad's a cop, right? That's yeah. why they were fighting. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the other moment I laughed at, which was the uh, the trip to the um, Edgar Wright crab shop. Yes, yes. <laughs> a series I saw, of I saw that. I saw that, and I'm, I was like, I'm, "I did that first. <laughs> I had a little bit of an asshole moment where I was like, Doctor Rice did it first. <laughs> no, but like there was someone who was talking to me about it. I think it was you mm. who was saying like, there's an there's an Edgar Wright bit, and you couldn't remember whether it was Crazy Rich Asians or it was this movie. And then as soon as that crab scene came on, I saw the handling of. Um, yeah. how they did it I'm like it's yep pre- it's this one it's preparing the food and it's all cracked the same way Ash is yeah, assembling yeah, his equipment yeah. in Evil it's Dead it's fucking great it's, it's fucking great no one has a monopoly on it yeah. I was just being a dick <laughs> and uh, actually that scene as well is where we can talk about uh, Kinwa came in though. Kinwa Chu came in at that point Chu Kinwa fucking national treasure by his own playing uh, <laughs> playing basically like um, he is a cop right it's never said that he's a cop it's no no it's, it's never said that he's a cop but it gives an impression he's either a cop or a gang lord yeah but you're never you're never never, you're never entirely sure but like they go for this meeting and it's the most awkward crab lunch ever because mm. it's great because uh hussein doesn't like he's like he doesn't he, he doesn't the great scene before this in the car with hussein uh with uh between hussein and uh hassan where he's saying like you know they pull over some tra- like all they do is go cruising for like instead of cruising for chicks they're cruising for eagles and he yeah. pulls over and uh he goes behind the truck yeah and he yeah. sits in the car and he can't yeah. see and when he gets back in the car he's like yeah it's all good it's all good it's like did you take a bribe and it's not like did you take a bribe because I am the upstanding cop who is going yeah. to fix the system yeah. it's more like I just want to know Yeah. like I just got to know what kind of my partner is you do what you need to do yeah. just don't get it just, just let me do my job mm. basically which I thought was, and I and I just love how upfront he, how upfront it was. It, yeah. There was none of this bullshit where it's like, you know, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. It's mm. like, yeah, so straight up. He does have some, uh, he has some moments when he's praying where he's like, I need that new phone. I'm like, the yeah. aircon in my car is. Fu-. He's yeah. driving like a, is it yeah, it's a pe- or something? yeah, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, fucking wife wants to go on holiday. There's no. all these kinds of things that need to be done, like real life shit that need, needs to happen. But it almost as well comes like that, that, that element of it, like it comes across from the other side of it, it almost comes like across like a horror. We were talking earlier about that. There's that sense of oppression. Yeah. It's like even like the, the Sugiman holds his sister up in this hotel, this cheap ass nasty hotel. And yeah. it's like even the, the con- even just going to, out to get some water or get some rice mm. is a terror filled trip because at any moment, I, I can't tell all you agents apart, but at any moment someone's going to say, wait, where are you? Get your papers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like fucking Nazi Germany. Yeah, yeah. And, spoilers, someone does ask her, where's your papers? Yeah. And it's, that, that scene is horrifying because, like, she even tries to run away, like, literally just run away from the cops, mm. which is just like, you're thinking, does, like, that you shouldn't do that? There's, like, there's no escape, but also maybe there is in the back streets of KL. Yeah, and also it's like, you know, you're just driven by fear. Yeah. And, Every and, moment. And, and you know, and you know that if you, if you go with them, if you 
you end up in, at the station, you're and you can, and you haven't got anyone to bribe you to, to, to bribe to get you out. God yeah. knows what happens. What's going to happen? Yeah, to you. you so, just disappear. So when you think about that, it's like, yeah, fucking, hey, I'm going to run. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, there's all these multiple uh, plot threads that are going through it, and which reminded me a bit of, especially as well as it's kind of, it's not grimy, but it is shot with a yellowish tinge or something, right? Yeah. Um, it did start to remind me of a Morris Peril. So I was waiting for the car crash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After a while, because all these characters, you know, everything's going to go to shit. And um, but uh, Naam Murad, like on Twitter, pointed out something that I thought was very, very true. Where he, he does that a lot. Yeah, where um, <laughs> he was saying that this could, it could very easily be a series. Mm. You know, like a like a the like wire a, from a, Malaysia, a, the wire from Malaysia type of thing. And he's absolutely right. Like you could take this concept yeah. and really run with it. Like, Kinwa coming. There you go. <laughs> but like fucking Kinwa, man, when he turned up, that was just gold. And he just he does sleazy so well. And the scene between him and Namron in the car, like just it's such a pleasure watching. You know, like sometimes you, you know, like in in some in some local movies, there's some questionable performances. Mm. And then in, with something like this, where everyone's awesome, and then when you get like two people like that turn up and they're sharing a scene together, you just sit back and smile because you're just like, yeah, fucking. Do it, do it. And do they're it. also, they're not really explaining what's going on. It's just like, oh, hey, Dato, yeah, can't find your guys. Which I love, which I love. Yeah, but it's like, I can't find your guys. And you're not even clear, at this point, I'll, I'll get to Edel's uh, section, but like, it's not really clear who they're looking for. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. oh, I can find your guys. And like, it's, yeah. that's the normal fee. But like, you know, if you want to get your guys back, yeah, that's going to be extra. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Who, which guys are you talking about? Again, I'm still trying to figure out if he's a cop or not, or what's yeah. going on. But I like all of that because they they ex- they give you just enough information for you to connect the dots yourself, mm. and I I like that. You know, I mean, like, uh, I wish there was more sort of like tr- I wish there were more uh, movies like that that had the balls to trust their audience to be smart enough to be able to piece things together on their yeah. own. And another thing that's really great about this movie is that it really d- does sort of show the different kinds of people that are here. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, uh, like with, with Idil's, uh, Idil Putra as uh, Marzuki, you know, he's, he's uh, hiding out with this guy, Rico, played by, I think he's a uh, Filipino actor. No, it's Timothy Castillo. He's in, uh, he's in the other one. No, he's not. He's in this one. Never mind. I'm, I, I get so caught up in like promoting shit on Twitter. I can't remember mm-hmm. which one he was in. So, so you know, like, so there's, there's uh, Indonesian Malay in the film. There's Malay in the movie. There's uh, Tagalog in the film. It really sort of gives you a sense of the different kinds of people that are here. I mean, most of the characters are Malay or Indonesian, so you don't really Indonesian, Indonesian, Indonesian. So, so, so I mean, like aside from Kinwa, there's not many Chinese. There's there's no Chinese characters in it. Yeah. So, so that's not really represented. But it doesn't matter. I mean, that, that's not part of what the story and is. And to be fair, like if it was somebody else making this movie, all the corrupt cops would be Chinese. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it does capture that element nicely. Yeah. I did feel that their storyline was a little bit like, huh? Because at first it's not clear, like it's like they're counting money, mm. and it feels like there's something missing. No, because th- their storyline is there to service another storyline. Yeah. I mean, and that's basically what all of the plot threads are: is that some of the plot threads are bigger than others, but every plot thread that is there is there to service the other. Mm. So that by the time it sort of gets to the end, you sort of see all of the different sort of uh, things that are at work in this kind of uh, this network of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and. And I thought I thought it I thought it all uh, patched together beautifully. Yeah. Similar to have you seen the Mission Impossible Fallout yet? No. There's a scene in that that moves from uh, St. Paul's Cathedral to the Tate Gallery, yeah. and it actually moves geographically. Having walked that like along that route, like it actually follows that route. 
Yeah. You can, and I, I was amazed to see that because you know so many movies. I think there was one point. Is it one of the Fast and the Furious movies where they're supposed to be in England, and then like it's very clearly they're shooting in America because the lights and the road signs are different. Mm-hmm. And they did, they did this in a lot of movies. I remember watching um, I Went Down, the Irish movie, and they go into the Ambassador Hotel, which is down the end of my village, and they walk in the front door and check in. And when they go to the nightclub, it's not the nightclub in that hotel. Mm-hmm. It's the kitchen in Dublin owned mm-hmm. by U2. And I was like, I've been in both those places. Like, oh, this is weird. But that that's movie stuff, you know? Yeah. Whereas it's- this... Similar to Mission Impossible Fallout, this has a car chase around Sogo, which goes exactly how you would expect a car chase around Sogo to happen. Yeah. In that it's about a minute and a half, and then a truck gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. It's no, like, you, you told me about that before I saw it, and when I saw it, I was waiting for that moment. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's how it would work. Yeah, traffic's <laughs> a nightmare around that area, especially that time of day. Yeah, they're fucked. Waze is going to send them somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Namron did an amazing job with this film. Uh, Bron Polari also did an amazing job producing this movie. Uh, just like I was telling you earlier, man, like Bron just knows how to promote shit. And I don't think it's a spoiler. He turns up with like, ah, there is the good cop. <laughs> he, he's got a, all I'll say is, is that he's got a nice cameo. Yeah. He's got a very, very nice cameo. And I think that's all we should say about that. Yeah. But there is, there is a moment of like, we have to, there's this, there's this thread running through it of like, there's a number you can call. That will make yeah, problems yeah, go away. Yeah, yeah. And when you find out who that is, the reaction to that in reality would be a lot different. It would be like, oh, okay, and they would just that would be it. They would just forget about it. Yeah. As opposed to, I'm interested to see. I think uh, when we talk to Uma, there's a there's an international version. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering if the end is slightly different because there is. I mean, without going into spoilers, at the end of the movie, it does the title, the card thing. You know, you know, it does the was it the, was it the. the it's not the basically tells you what happens to, to ser- each to, of the characters. To each of the characters, and a lot of them are like prosecuted under Penal Code Twenty Seven. I thought we, were, you know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're what we're, we're it's, it's fucking spoiler territory in a way, but like, no, but the fact of the matter is, is, like, I think that was one that feels like one of the compromises that I had to make, and it's worth talking about. But it didn't feel like a compromise. I don't know. I would have thought that it might have been better if it just cut off at a certain point, and you it was left up to the audience to figure it, like, to think about. It. You know what I mean? Like, what should have happened, what might have happened, as opposed to, these guys went to jail, these guys disappeared, this is, you know, it kind of felt like, they, that, that felt like the Book of the Man, uh, comp- the, the deal was, we can show all this corruption, but everyone who shows the slight inkling of corruption must be shown to be punished. Yeah. And <laughs> whereas, That's not a compromise. No, but... In a, it, that might not be the case if it was shot somewhere else or made somewhere else because you know, corrupt cops get away with shit all the time no no but no 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 okay I think you're fucking I, I didn't see it as a compromise at all <clears throat> even if you compare it to like Hollywood movies about corrupt cops everyone gets their for the most part like there may be the odd movie every now and then where where, where, where a horrible person gets away mm. but for the most part people usually get their comeuppance in these, kind, in these kinds of movies maybe, normally maybe it felt very like you're just seeing Card after card after card after card of prosecute. I got I got lost in the numbers of the which penal code they were prosecuted under. This is nothing. This is nothing new. I mean, like they do the same shit with movies like Black Mass and all of that. It's like it's a stylistic choice. Mm. I mean, for, I mean, may, maybe there, maybe the uh, the international version does have a slightly different ending. But I did not feel that this was a compromised ending at mm. all. I did not feel that. Um, I, I felt that it tied everything. It tied everything up very nicely. Hmm. It gave everything closure, which I was perfectly happy with. Hmm. 
We should say a bit more about Amir, Amir Effendi as well, actually. I think just his Adi is just... Oh, he was in... What else was he in? Uh, he, oh, he was in... Uh, Pukka. Pukka. Pukka, yeah. Yeah. And he was twitchy in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, he's great. Yeah. He's great. He's I, great. He's just in, like, you know, he does this great thing of just like... He's like, no, we have the fucking papers. What the fuck? Or not the papers. We've paid the bribes. Yeah. The fuck you guys doing here? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like, we've paid the bribes. The yeah, yeah. Here. It's like... Get the fuck out of here! We've done our shit! It's like, you know, we're not friends! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I love that shit, like, with the kid, where he's like, next, you know, if, if they fucking do this, you don't back up. You don't back up. You get up in their fucking face. You get in their fucking face, and you see the kid, <clears throat> the kid, and he's just like, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. And Umrol, and Umrol's not even looking at the kid. He's just, like, driving and just yeah. talking. And then at the end of it, he's like, bomb that. He's like, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck. I love, but <laughs> there's even there's a there's a moment in this which is like it's not buried because we but we missed talking about it. like one of the things he just does as the course of his day is dispose of an illegal Bangladeshi worker mm. like it's it's not really a huge thing mm. it's just like oh he's got no papers family don't know boss so we're gonna do I'll take him out to the plantations and just bury him there and that's like that's super dark because it's yeah. so normalized it's so normalized and then you get that thing when he goes when he when he goes home. And, and like goes back to the office and like fucks up like Azman Hassan is just like you know did you, did you like fucking get rid of the ashes like no it's like what about the cops like let the cops do their fucking job then. <laughs> <laughs> and like, go back and get the fucking ashes you moron like, it's like to me it's like that's great you sort of see the system yeah. of how things work where it's like it's my job to get rid of the, my get rid of the fucking body let the cops do their job and fucking <laughs> clean up the ashes clean up the ashes you know it's like that's fucking brilliant. We should talk about Asman Hassan. So before KL24 Zombies, I hadn't seen him in much because I have not been off a with all the Malaysian mm. films. Do I need, to, I need to do more of as my role as a critic? Asman Hassan has been in tons of shit. Yeah. Uh, he's like Harry Dean Stanton. He just turns up and yeah. he just turns up and stuff. And there's a great uh, Uma pointed this out on the BFM radio show, which I do on BFM and BFM that mine. Um, <laughs> it's cross promotion. You fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed out a good thing, which is the code switching he does. Because the sugar man, he's like, he's the boss man. Mm. But when he's talking to the cops, he's very, you know, a little bit ingratiating, you know, ingratiating, but not much. But then, like, he has to call the dato. And it's like, oh, sorry, dato. You know what I mean? Like, that is very human and really, like, it's well portrayed. Yeah. Like, he really does, he really shows that really well of, like, the different lives you have to lead to survive. Yeah. And yeah. the different roles you've got to play. Yeah. Just like acting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, watch The Fifth Floor on uh, Toggle, <laughs> Toggle Singapore. <laughs> it's Mara Abigail we should mention as well. She, was, uh, she plays the sister. Just yeah. mentioned that yeah. he also does a very good job. No, she's Looking, great. Yeah. She's really, really... I mean, I cannot fault any of the performances. No. I thought everyone played their role great. It was really cool to see uh, Vanita Imran on screen. Uh, she, she plays... Um, wife. Yes, Hassan's wife. And uh, Anne James is the headmistress. There's, there's some really nice little um, little cameos in there for, for you know, if, if you're familiar with the theater scene, if you're familiar with some of the less mainstream stuff, it's nice to see some of these faces in there. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I really, really, really loved it. And, and it's not even about like, oh, it's good, it's good for a Malaysian movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie, period. And for all of... For all of you guys out there, like bitching that there's no good Malaysian movies, when a good one comes out, you gotta make sure you go and see it so we get to get more of these movies. Yeah. And um, to be fair, I mean, the screening that I went to was three quarters full. Yeah. And that uh, was and that's a week or two after release, right? Yeah. Well, it was in the second. It was in the second week of release. It was on a weekday. Late afternoon. Yeah. Qu three quarters full, and it was like a, you know, like a 
quite a few different kinds of people. I mean, like majority Malay. Yeah. Uh, but different, like just different walks of life in there. And it was, it was, uh, it was great. It was great to see. It was great to see that the movie's uh, getting support. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a weird thing. I mean, I don't do it so much now because we go to the press screenings. But like, I did catch Peppermint in the mid midday afternoon kind of screening. I think yeah. two o'clock. Yeah. And it was two corners full. Yeah. I mean, I always wonder. I used to wonder when it was like, you know, when I'd be off work or whatever, and I'd walk around, I'd go go to a mall or something like that to pick up something. It's like, what are these people? What do they, what do, they do for a job? And now yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they review movies and fuck around with computers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. It's definitely worth checking out. I'll try and get this podcast up as soon as possible, so it should still be in cinemas. It's just try. It's going to disappear soon, so because it's just there's a fucking avalanche of content coming yeah, out these yeah. days. I mean, even the fact that like. This, Hantu Kagrima, Munifik 2, some other Malaysian movie as well has been out recently as well. Where, like They're all coming out very close to each other. Yeah. Um, which is great. And there does seem to be a shift in in Malaysian filmmaking where there seems to be a... Oh, Rise in Ikalila. Yeah, uh, Rise in Ikalila. And, and there does seem to be a shift happening in Malaysian filmmaking where there's a, there's a, a bunch of movies coming out that... Whether the movies themselves turn out to be good or not is something separate. But people are but, going to see but, them. But there seems to be a genuine attempt to really try and, you know, raise their game. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, to really try and redefine the idea of what a Malaysian movie can be for Malaysian audiences. Yeah. You know, because Malaysian audiences, I think, have been very jaded for a very long time when it comes to local films. And to be fair, um, they're justified in being jaded. Uh, a lot for a very long time, we got a lot of shit. Yeah, I didn't see. What was it Puno? Not not Puno. What was it? Interchange. Uh, that's not interchange. <laughs> but what? But like, what I'm, I'm saying is, is <laughs> before they replaced before they replaced the the billboard on uh, Dukun, Book of Dukun, Dukun, Dukun. Uh, Dukun. Is, is Dukun what you're talking about? No, no, no. Um, it's. Uh, it was around, Amazing Titan Man came out around the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, what yeah. was the other, the other one around that time? Was, we moved here, went to see it. I didn't go to see it. Oh, was it like? It was the it was the the, the, oh, the, the college movie, right? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. The superhero thing. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. it was a professor from UATM or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That. Was it Baling or Bada Bada Badum? Badum. Badam. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that, but the trailer it looked like a piece of shit. Yeah. So compared to last year, we had that, and we had uh, Amazing Titan Man come out, which were like embarrassments to cinema and yeah. around the same time you know Kamal Ahmed and Finnas were trying to do things with like separating like, they talked a bit about it's, it's an interesting time in Malaysia because they're yeah. talking about trying to get away from the grant system which some people apparently have been using a lot of just like get the grant buy a car I think Bahir pointed it out for uh, some military movie that was done where like you can see a yes, Lamborghini yes, parked yes, in the yes, garden yes, and it's yes, like what yes. the fuck <laughs> I know the movie you're talking about yeah 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 so it, 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 it's interesting because these things came out before the election and the changeover and that and like there has been some trickle down effects or maybe things were just changing anyway no but I think it's I mean if I was to try and come up with a simple explanation for it I think it's really just aliens it's <laughs> it's the new generation yeah. it's the new generation of Malaysian filmmakers who are finally in a position to get shit done yeah uh, and I think Wantu Jaga is a really good example of how good a Malaysian movie can be if you just let good people get on with their job yeah. uh, you, you know I mean like if, if Namran wants to make a fucking movie just let him make the movie he wants to make yeah. and chances are you'll come up with something decent and don't burn him at the stake like you did in Monific 2 <laughs> you got burned at the stake you're just you're just like a fucking spoiler machine it happens early you. he's not in it much you're just a fucking spoiler machine this it's fucking episode fucking tiny thing <laughs> uh, but, but 
But I, I love Num Run. Num Run's also in my movie, Dindam Pontiana, coming out next year. Hey! Hey! <laughs> so the title for this podcast is just Crash Commercialism. You started <laughs> I wasn't going to do this shit, and then you just you threw your shit in there. Fine. Anyway. We should say as well, actually, another... I don't know. You haven't, haven't seen Pulang, have you? I haven't seen Pulang yet. Yeah, I mean, that's another... Again, I mean, 2008, some Malaysian movies. Uh, yeah, that's another you know, good movie Pulang, to see. You know, like, uh, there's, you know, like, Wantu Jaga. I, I just saw the teaser for this um, new uh, horror film coming out called Tujo. No, I haven't heard of that. Uh, Tujo, uh, you know, I mean, Seven. You know, and, you know, I mean, the, the teaser shows you, like, hardly anything, but mm. it's effective. Yeah. Like, it works. It looks like a cool... I, I Just based on the teaser, I'd go see it. Uh, Have you could a teaser for your movie? Uh, yes, yes. It'll be out soon. Cool. <laughs> uh, but, no, I mean, there does seem... It's an exciting time, I think, for... For Malaysian film. Yeah. And there's some really, really talented people out there who are finally getting to make the movies they want to make and hopefully hopefully they'll turn out good. I mean, making movies is, is not... It, you know, it, it, there's there's so many things that can happen in the process of making a film that can fuck your movie up. People complain so, about movies made by committee, but movies are made by committees. <laughs> like, like the armies of people. I mean, mo- filmmaking is... This was uh, something that uh, the EP of uh, The Bridge was, was saying... When I was having, uh, coming in October on View. Coming on, coming on, coming on November on View. <laughs> on uh, View and TV Seven. And yes, and HBO Asia. Ah, HBO Asia. Yeah, it's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> 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 but but she was saying that f- filmmaking, like production, is the ultimate team sport. It is yeah. the ultimate team sport. And because if she, anyone anyone department drops the ball. Yeah, and she's absolutely right. Everybody. Who's she? Who said that? No, her name's Min. She's ah. the uh, executive producer, ah. executive producer of uh, the bridge. Yeah. Very, very, very talented, smart lady, uh, and she's absolutely right. I mean, every everyone is indispensable. Yeah. It, it, if anyone drops the ball, it can fuck your movie. Yeah. At any point. So, getting a movie made <laughs> is miracle enough. I, that always have, that having, always amazes me. Having, once, once I got to the age where I used to, I, I started watching behind the scenes things. Mm. Um, especially James Cameron's The Abyss. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, how yeah, the yeah. fuck did anything get made? Yeah. So when a movie comes out, that in itself is a small miracle. But mm. when a movie comes out and it's awesome, yeah, that's something. That's you know you don't you don't want to let that go to waste. So celebrate it. You got to celebrate it. So this is a movie that should be celebrated. It should be seen on the big screen. It should be supported by local by local the uh, film fans. So go see it at your local multiplex. Yep. Go see it and watch View. Uh, watch uh, the Bridge on View in November. And uh, watch the fifth floor now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's uh, we checked everything off. We now checked everything off. Else. First six episodes of uh, the fifth floor are available on Toggle, and with new episodes every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what you thought of the the movie because we uh, we do have uh, an email address. You can email us at podcast at thegetmflies.com. You can also get us. Twitter, I'm on at Nasty Prime. And I'm at GabYap. On Instagram, I'm GabYap77. On uh, Instagram, I'm Nasty Prime as well. I'm also Nasty Prime on PS4 and Xbox and Facebook everywhere. Down your local video shop, I'm also Nasty Prime. Although if you say to my, when you say it to my face in public, I will look at you weirdly for 30 seconds before I realize what's going on. Mm. It happens. Because as you get older, that name gets worse that, and that worse. That name gets worse and worse. <laughs> Like, I, like, like my 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 old email address, uh, 
that I opened my Facebook account with is <coughs> I have issues 24 seven oh, yeah, at, yeah. at, at hotmail.com. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta change this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use that email just anymore, by the way. So yeah. don't, don't try and fucking like, uh, send me any messages. Yeah. Oh, porn takes. Yeah. Sorry, dad. Yeah. And with that, we'll leave you with it. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.